Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, we highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on January 18th, 2020. We got some big news. Big news coming at the audience this episode. It's a packed episode. The Astros, as some have alluded to, we've already talked about it a little bit, but it's confirmed. Dirty, no good cheaters. Absolutely. And possibly we don't even know the whole truth. Yes, this has opened a wormhole, a rabbit hole, I should say, of just absurd MLB conspiracy theories absurd cheating theories, and just a whole lot of fun stuff to talk about MLB in January, which I'm always okay with. Hey, gets baseball going. But while that's going, we also got the NFL playoffs. Heading into the championship round, we got the Chiefs and the Titans over in the AFC. We got the 49ers and the Packers over in the NFC. We're going to preview that, give you our betting picks. Uh, Probably not talk about last week that much, but just talk about that a little bit. We're actually going to do that second set of first this episode, change it up. Baseball, man. In January. And then wrapping the show up with uh, some movie talk. So we got 
couple things to touch on, Ty. We got the Oscar nominations have been announced since our last episode. Mm. Some snubs, some getting a little bit too much love. Some respect for some movies I stand. We also got a new kind of MCU, kind of who knows what they're going to do with it movie in Morbius starring former Joker Jared Leto. We'll discuss. And also uh, Taika, <laughs> Taika, Taika Waititi. <laughs> Was rumored to be in production with a Star Wars movie or rumored He's, to be offered or something? Yeah, I think they offered him the next Star Wars movie. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about that. Let's get into the show. I don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! Alrighty, Tyler. Mm. So for probably the 72nd time in the last three years now, my heart is broken. (laughs) Jason, the Astros are no good dirty cheaters. We all kind of knew it was coming. We all heard the banging in the videos. John Boy did his best detective work. Um, We kind of knew it was the reality. Part of me hoped it wasn't, but it was confirmed. MLB came down with some sanctions on the Astros, confirmed cheaters of the 2017 season. And it just opened up a rabbit hole. But first, I guess we could talk about the punishment, which is kind of old news now, but we could touch on it. I can't believe we haven't done an episode since then. I felt like it was a slap on the wrist. Yeah. I mean, a couple draft picks, you lose your manager and GM. I thought the draft picks were a big deal. Like, I mean, yes, but I think any team team in baseball would trade four picks for a World Series. Yeah, that's true. That's not even a fucking question. Yeah, that's true, but... I and thought that was the right amount. I don't think they could have done more, but they could have done more elsewhere. Five million for a billion dollar company? That's actually, I found out that's the maximum that the MLB can penalize a team. That's why. It's like part of the agreement or whatever. Okay. Th- they need to change the agreement. <laughs> yeah. And they still could have done more. They could have done, well, I think I saw you say international money. Yeah. They didn't affect their international spending at all. Yeah. Like, okay, so we can't draft people. Let's just go sign people that are 18 years old out of Cuba. Yeah. That makes up for that easily. Um, suspended AJ Hinch and uh, what's his name Lunhow Jeff Lunhow yeah for one year both of which got fired by Astros owner Jim Crane. I don't see either of them getting a job in baseball, but who knows? I mean, we'll see. Um, also, was it Alex Cora? Alex Cora. So he was the bench coach of the Astros. Hasn't got his discipline yet, but he also has the cheating allegations with the Red Sox and all. He got fired, but the MLB hasn't punished him. Oh, yet. okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, well, so he's he not his man- mutually, manager anymore. Mutually agreed to step down. MLB hasn't punished him, but from what I saw, Jeff Basson tweet was that it's going to be like harsh, severe punishment for Alex Cora since he was involved in both. That makes sense. And he was more involved with the whole monitor thing. And then the only player to get punished is now manager Carlos Beltran. Managed zero game for the zero games for again, the Mets. yeah, not punished by MLB, but agreed to step down from his role with the yeah with the New York Mets as the manager. And that just that. That leads into the more punishment they could have done, which is to the players themselves, which the players are protected by the union. I'm sure that kind of plays into it somehow. I'm sure there's probably some agreement where what the MLB can punish them for. And sign stealing probably technically isn't something they MLB, like just isn't in the agreement, maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's why they couldn't punish them at all. Because they probably have specific things outlined, like, okay, you could punish a player for steroids, you could punish them for domestic violence, whatever. This probably just wasn't in that, so... The MLB might have been scared where if they punish these players, the union will come after them. Then you have this giant lawsuit on your hands. So, At the same time, 
I think you get the players to vote. I think yeah. everyone agrees that that needs to be changed. Yeah. I mean, there was fucking, you know, MLB sent out things telling people not to comment about it. All day yesterday was Twitter just blowing up of players and different people saying how fucking outrageous it is oh, with yeah. the, the new allegations that they were using electronic buzzers. Which, actually, I don't know if you saw this, but when the banging allegations first came out, like way back in November, that was actually part of it, too. I don't really? know if you ever saw that. It was something John Boy said he heard from like several MLB you know, sources, but it never really gained traction. Now it gains traction because Carlos Beltran's supposed niece which some people are saying is a burner account for a player because this niece got things correct about Beltron before they, they tweeted that he got hired. He got hired. He tweeted that he stepped down. He got stepped down. So obviously whoever this person is niece player, whatever has some inside information tweeted the whole buzzer thing. Um, everyone went back to the video of, you know, Jose Altuve hitting that ALCS winning, Walk-off home run off of Roldis Chapman, a guy who throws 100 miles an hour. Keep in mind, Jose Altuve was in the front of the box against a guy who throws 100 miles an hour. I think he always stays in the front of the box. I think that's just his thing. I don't care about that. My issue is the end of the video. Well, the end of the video, but the pitch itself. So if you watch the – because I rewatched the home run. Chapman was down 2-1. Like, it wasn't like it was a breaking ball. They were in a fastball count, and I think that's why Chapman made that dumb face afterwards. Because he was just like, how is this guy sitting on this slider? You know what I mean? It wasn't like Altuve kind of reacted to it and, you know, still muscled it out of the park. Like, he straight up turned on it. Like, 2-1 yeah. in a situation like that against a guy who throws 100. Like, everyone's sitting fastball. Yeah, absolutely. So, but yeah, and then he doesn't want his jersey ripped off after. Goes Even though down. I think earlier in the playoffs, he got his jersey ripped off. <laughs> goes down into the tunnel and changes by himself while his team celebrates on the field and then comes out with his, you know, L- LCS shirt. That part is just yeah. so fishy. And then the interview afterwards where they asked, you know, why don't you want it? To, why didn't you want your jersey taken off? And then the real quick, what'd you say? <laughs> and then makes her repeat it and then tells there's a fucking garbage lie. Like, oh. oh, I don't I don't want my wife to be mad. She'll be mad at me. And something about him being shy. Oh, that what'd you say thing? That is something I use on my girlfriend all the time. <laughs> that's when, like, a i need more time to think about my answer running yes. back <laughs> like wait what do you want me to do wait what'd you say and then i just think about it more yeah absolutely that was it's absurd and then i mean i don't know some of the pictures it looks like you can see something it might be to the jersey just the yeah. crease in the jersey but it does look like there's something underneath yeah um at this point they get no benefit of the doubt though i'm sorry yeah, but you no, got you, caught cheating yeah. i'm not you know, you can't punish them just based on allegations, but I don't also don't give you the benefit of the doubt. Like, I totally believe that if you did the other things, why wouldn't you do this? Yeah, and then players fucking everyone was talking up about it. I mean, Trevor, Bow- um, Trevor Bauer, Mike, I think, Clevenger, Clevenger. yeah. Cody Bellinger, Alex Wood. Two Dodgers, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Alex Wood signed with the Dodgers. That's happened since. Did he? Yeah, he's on the Dodgers now. I didn't <laughs> know that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just everyone's saying how fucking ridiculous it is. And I mean, a couple of people, you know, they were like, I'd rather face someone taking steroids than someone knowing a pitch is coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, plain and simple. Like, Yeah, and they also said Bregman has had doing it too, and Bregman has been really cocky in his post-game interviews. There's that one interview where they're like, oh, what were you sitting on there? And he just kind of like paused. He was like, that pitch or whatever, and he was all cocky about it in the playoffs, and I don't know. And then there was the things about Josh Reddick and everyone was saying he had a mic, uh, a buzzer on, but it was really just a piece of confetti. confetti. <laughs> I will uh, raise this to you, though. Josh Reddick, 2017 tie at home, hit over three. He hit, what was it? 344 and hit 288 on the road. Uh, that's fucking 
just the stat lines for everyone in those playoffs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's not yeah. even close. Oh yeah. This, I mean, literally. Altuve people... had like a two eight five OPS. I mean, OPS. Yeah, McCann hit like zero something, like zero eighty three. I think 08, it was. Yeah, and then at home <laughs> hit like three or four hundred. Yep. It's yep. absurd. Absolutely fucking absurd. Yeah, it's. And I and. Uh... I don't want to talk about the Dodgers, but I guess I have to talk about the Dodgers. Oh, you have to. Um, well, first of all, I listened to part of my take today, and Big Cat was saying that there's like Dodger allegations now. People think the Dodgers. Are I think there come was out like one nine of the next teams. teams. I think, I think that's just people like I don't know speculating on Twitter. My take on that is that I don't think the Dodgers are doing it just because Cody Bellinger would be an idiot to tweet about it, burning them. Like yeah. someone who knows they're guilty wouldn't tweet something. Which again, maybe he's. You know, double reverse psychology. Me, where he's like, okay, maybe if I tweet something, they're going to be off my scent. But it could be. I mean, that's like all the interviews with the Astros people. Like the one manager saying, "Oh, that's laughable." Yeah, like being all a dick about it. But yeah, that was like before there was like now, now, right now, you know that if you're doing it, you're probably going to get caught somehow because yeah. of the Astros. So I don't think you would tweet something. But I don't know. There was one game this year where Alex Verdugo hit a walk off home run and he didn't want his jersey ripped off. Mm. So that's what my mom brought up, and I was like, wait, that actually kind of makes sense. But I remember that game, and I think it's because he was wearing a wife beater under, and he kind of looked like a cholo. I definitely because I remember they did take his jersey off because I remember I saw him in the wife beater. Really? Yeah. Like it wasn't like it didn't come off. Like they, he was telling them not to, and they did it anyways. So, <laughs> but yeah, I just all of that shit, dude. It's insane. And then Twitter just blown up with everything. There was a picture of Glaber Torres, and it's like the Yankees too, and it was like a circle on his front foot. It was so clearly his sock line underneath his pants. It was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Twitter was blowing yeah. up about it. Well, that same account that tweeted about Carlos Beltran tweeted something about Glaber Torres' left leg. Like, they yeah. better not check his left leg. So, <laughs> that's, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens, man. But the Dodgers. <clears throat> I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. You got to give Kershaw some love. That was, that Way was the too first much place hate for I'm him. Going. Because that, game one. That was the first. I was there. Pure dominance. I was there. The Schwam was there, as uh, the one guy, the Schwam always <laughs> says about the catch. Um, no, I was there. Seven innings, 11 Ks, I think three hits. Their only run was a solo home run that, like, snuck over the wall, I think. Actually, I think it was a moonshot, but doesn't matter. It dominated. Game seven, short rest, four innings, shut him out. I don't think – I think he let up, like, one hit. That whole postseason, he was great. I mean, yeah. NLCS, he had a 2-4-5 ERA. He had two starts, only let up three earned runs. Like, that's all you need. The NLDS 2017 was a little misleading. He had like a five ERA, but he was like dealing. And then I remember the diamond because I remember this game. The Diamondbacks hit like two solo home runs when it was like eight to two in like the seventh inning, and that hurt his ERA. But it was kind of one of those misleading games. Mm -hmm. So that was supposed to be the postseason. That yeah, they scored two runs in the seventh. So one run in the sixth, two runs in the seventh, and that hurt his ERA. But we were up seven to two at that point. Yeah, and no, yeah, fucking nothing. But yeah, and. That was supposed to be the postseason that just took away, you know, the Kershaw can't pitch in the October narrative. And I still think there is some truth to that. I mean, he sucked this year. He wasn't actually that bad last year until he got into the fucking World Series, which, again, played a team that supposedly also cheated. Um, so, and then this year he was bad. I'm, I'm not making any excuses for that. But, yeah, that should have been the, the postseason that changed things for Kershaw. And it wasn't. And it fucking sucks. Yeah. They, he still has chances to win a ring, but that. <sighs> I'd also like to uh, just throw out there, maybe you guys gave you Darvish a little too much shit. 
for yeah. getting lit up that World Series. I was always on the kind of defending Darvish. We've had this talk. They traded for Darvish to start Game 7. I've always said that. Like, people saying they shouldn't have started Darvish's Game 7. They absolutely should have. Now, Game 7... They should have just pulled him after first game. Was at home for you guys, right? Yeah. But he pitched, uh, what is it, Game 3? Oh, he got lit up, yeah. Inning in a two-thirds. Let up four earned runs. Yeah. He also did bad in Game 7. I think that was more them being familiar, too. And... He did throw cookies in Game 7. But he was great leading up to that. He was exceptional in the NLDS, exceptional in the NLCS. And Let then, up two runs in the NLCS yeah. total in two starts. He was exceptional. He was awesome. Um, the Astros cheated when they were in Houston. And then I think he just had you know a bad outing the second game. And it just sucks, man. It just it's sucks. Tough. And, I mean, just going off of the cheating thing, like, they're not punishing the players, but you look at someone like Darvish who, because he had that blow up in the World Series, probably lost a lot of fucking money because of it. Yeah. You look at someone who um, is in their division and there's a narrative going on about him that, oh, he can't make the playoffs or anything. <laughs> they got a cheating team in their division. I would accept that if you came in second, but you came in like fourth every year. <laughs> but all jokes aside, there really is a lot of people who could have been fucked over by this cheating uh, thing. What if Alex Bregman would have won the MVP this year? And it comes out he cheated this year as well. Aaron Judge, twenty literally 2017. Aaron Judge should have won it anyways. Well, yeah. <laughs> but got fucked over by Jose Altuve, yeah. who was cheating the entire time. Yeah. And what they do with the World Series, I don't know. I'm not against them vacating it. I just don't really know what that accomplishes. Like, the fans still got to celebrate it. The players still got to celebrate it. Like, yeah, you can say in the record books they technically don't have one. They still got all the enjoyment from it. And, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can look back. And it's either way, whether they say it's not their title anymore it's still going to be – it doesn't matter in the yeah. fucking eyes of the fans. But, you know? Um, they're obviously not going to award it to the Dodgers. There's, like, L.A. Council people that are trying to do that. Like, that's just so <laughs> ridiculous. And I would be against that. That's just pity at that point. But uh, it just sucks, man. And the, Ash, and the Red Sox, we're not even – we haven't even heard, like, much of what the Red Sox are doing. And I do think, you know, there probably is more teams, you know, because some of the Astro defenders are like, well, they're not the only ones. And they're probably right. They're probably not the only ones. There probably are, like, multiple teams that are doing this. And I hope the Dodgers aren't one of them. I'd be fucking pissed off if they were. Um, <laughs> that would be a real quick uh, self-reflection moment for all Dodger fans. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked. I'll say that much. Like, I, I, don't, ho- I don't think so, but I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I know people use pine tar. Some may, maybe allegedly some people in the Dodgers farm system use pine tar while they're pitching, but um, <laughs> I mean everyone does apparently. So, yeah, but again, that, if that's something like that to where it is what it is, people are using shit. Everyone's using yeah. it. It's not fucking buzzers. It's not electronic <laughs> devices to get a head start. You know, I I'm fine with shit like that. Pine yeah. tar and everything, and it, it is what it is. If you get caught, you get caught because you're abusing it and doing it too much. Yeah. If you use a little like everyone else in the fucking league does, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many people actually use it, but it but just sucks, When man. it comes down to setting up cameras to electronically steal signs and then having a device under your jersey to electronically communicate with you in the middle of a fucking at-bat. Yeah, that's... That's absurd. Well, and Alex Wood, he was the only one that had a good start in Houston, like literally all postseason, and it's because he switched his signs up every eight pitches because he was so paranoid about sign stealing. He got in a fight with a guy on the Padres. I think it was Manuel Manuel Margot because they were like traditionally stealing signs. Like he was at second and he was giving hand signals, and Alex Wood said he was going to like 
effing beam. I don't know why I'm. He said he was gonna like fucking beam him his next to bat if he kept doing that. Like Alex Wood is just Alex Wood is like Verlander with stealing signs. You know what I mean? So yeah. Which, he was so. Yeah, that's funny in upon itself. Dead silent. Yeah, <laughs> dead silent since all of this. I just love how he's complaining so much this entire time, knowing that this is happening. Yeah, it's not like, and there's no way he doesn't fucking know. Like. I made the case, like, I don't think this hurts his Hall of Fame case, per se. You could take the World Series yeah. off, but if it comes out they were cheating, the pitchers were cheating in some way, too, then absolutely. But, like, yeah, he was involved, but, you know, whatever. It didn't personally affect his stats in any way. It's just but a shitty thing to do. And to complain about it all the fucking time. I do think his, like, the reports of sign stealing or whatever, his biggest thing was from when he was with the Tigers before he got traded. Yeah. But then have the fucking integrity where you're saying... This is outrageous that people are doing this. The MLB MLB needs to crack down on it. And While then you your get, teams do. And then you get traded to a winning team, and you're like, well, this is fun winning and all. I guess it's fine. But I think he still complained on the Astros. You know what I, I mean? I think he still did, for sure. I mean, your guy doesn't just stop complaining about something. But then he finds out and still is a fucking douche about it. Like, Yeah, he's... Yeah, he called out the Cleveland Indians back in 2017 for stealing signs. Yeah, when was that though? Because I think 2017 is when he got traded. Yeah, that's it. That was his first year. Uh, that was in November. November. Oh yeah, that was him with the Tigers. Actually, yeah. So I think yeah, the the report or whatever that came out was before he was with their organization. Yeah. But either way, if you have those moral standards on a team that's shitty, have it when your team that's fucking winning is using it to win. Yeah. It like. Well, and I said it. I said this months before. Or months ago, like just jokingly, you know, before any of this came out, like, oh, it's just a coincidence that every pitcher that goes to Houston spin rate like doubles. Like that's not something that just happens overnight. It's not like they're just throwing different pitches. And I called, I said, I said they were cheaters, and fucking came <laughs> out, dude. I, um, I, I fucking there needs to be something with yeah. that too because that's obviously an issue. I wouldn't be surprised if that was also something as well. Oh, like they're absolutely. pitching, absolutely. And I think. um I don't know how they would do it. I think it. it was Trevor Bauer who tweeted something out, too, because I've, I've been going through all this shit. Yeah. And it was like, imagine if you could just trade for a player knowing he would automatically increase his sprint rate once he came to your team. Imagine how good you could do in the trade market and everything. <laughs> he was like, seems like that would be very helpful in winning. Well, yeah. And then you look at, you know, like someone like, well, I mean, Garrett Cole, but Garrett Cole, he was not who he was before he came to Houston. He no. wasn't. He had a career 3-5 ERA in Pittsburgh and a fucking 2-6 ERA in Houston. Verlander was on the downswing of his career. Now he looks, you know. And I think uh, Wade Miley. (laughs) Depending on how uh, Cole does in New York, I think that could circle back around. Yeah. If he drops down in New York. And the Verlander thing all by itself. That was a guy who was elite, had his went through his prime, and then was on the decline. And then all of a sudden, fucking second in Cy Young. Yeah. Hey. And remember, way back, Cardinals were trying to steal information from the Astros. I wonder why. <laughs> They're just trying to hack into their Stein stealing network. They knew. They were they were trying to hack into it. I'm not a Cardinals apologist. I hate the Cardinals. Everyone knows this. But they were trying to hack into the Astros to – they were like, you know, they were trying to get them in trouble. That's what they were doing. They are trying to snitch. I'm fine with it. Um, but I could see something where – I don't know how they would do this, but uh, – like maybe they know what the hitting team's looking for. Well, I don't actually. I don't know how they would do that. I could see though how they're cheating somehow with the pitchers too. Yeah, I, who fucking knows? I think it wouldn't be something electronically with the pitchers. I think it would have to be a substance or something they're using in the dugouts. 
Because spin rate something, isn't yeah. something you like. I'm trying to think increase. being around it, like behind closed doors, anything I could think of. and It's got to be something they're putting on the balls or, you know, putting in their glove or something. Well, and I'm pretty sure isn't, I mean, the dimensions definitely are, but isn't it a hitter-friendly park? Yeah. Houston? Like, I believe so. I know it's got that short uh, left field porch and then deep alleys. Ranking MLB's most hitter-friendly ballparks by the numbers. This is 2014. Uh, I mean, the only thing they've done is got rid of the hill since then. Dodger Stadium is the third uh, least hitter-friendly. Angels that. is uh, like seventh. Well, even if you just watch games at Dodger Stadium, it looks like a guy hits a ball 500 feet and it's a fucking short fly out. Cody Bellinger did that um, in the World Series. I remember I thought he hit a walk-off in game two. They're 12th, so they're right around league average. But maybe they're doing something. I don't know how they would do something to the balls to make them fly less. I don't even know how you would do that. But I don't know. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't want to accuse anyone. But, again, they don't no, get the benefit I'm, I'm of the doubt. Accusing yeah, they've earned this. <laughs> um, want to read an old tweet by Jason. Um, that just hurts my heart to read. <laughs> Gosh dang it, I lost it. Let me go back. Um, I tweeted. Congrats. This was uh, November 1st, 2017, right after losing the World Series. Congrats to the Astros. Classy organization. Mm. Minus Guriel, of course. Yeah, fuck that guy. No city deserves it more than Houston. I'm okay with that. They had their whole hurricane, you know. <laughs> the way I said that was insensitive. <laughs> but I'm not going to take away from the city of Houston. Dodgers are young still. Great season. Classy organization. Mm. Mm. You got to at. What is that? Cold takes or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. Okay. So I was going to quote tweet it and say like so much for being classy, but I don't want to burn any bridges like way down the line. If like the Houston Astros want to hire me, I'm not going to be, I don't want that tweet to research. You're going to help them. You're going to help them set up the camera in center field. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like, job's a job. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the Dodgers, I've 2017 was our year and we didn't get it done. I'm okay with the Red Sox because in 2018, even though they might've cheated too, whatever. 2019 was the Nationals year. 2016 was a Cubs year. 2017 was our year, and we fucking got it stolen from us. And I hate it so much. Yeah. I hate it. Watching that stupid-ass Game 5, dude. Seeing what the Dodgers did legitimately off of that dominant Houston Astros fucking pitching staff, scoring 12 runs, coming back, and just... Oh, man. Yeah. Jay. It sucks. Tyler, I mean, (laughs) I know you said it before. It would hurt more. You think the Saints pass interference call and everything hurt more than this because you kind of get the hurt right away i think this hurts more i really Really? do what if you found out in two years that not only did they screw over the pass interference call but that the refs had money on the rams it would hurt more knowing that there was sense (laughs) now it makes sense to me how the fuck did the astros score 13 (laughs) runs off of us in a game that clayton kershaw started that does make sense you know what pitch is coming? It seems pretty fucking easy. It fucking hurts. They're dude. literally playing MLB The Show with guest pitch. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's working. Dude, how many times do you think they're going to get hit by the pitch next year? Oh, I, I wanted to ask that. Do you think they'll set the record for the most hit by pitches in a team? No, team? no, because they'll fucking, every team will get like a warning before the game. Watch. It's gonna be you know what? Stupid. I think every single fucking player is going to take one. <laughs> I think they'll fucking pay you whatever fine. I, I, I don't remember who it was. Um, but another pitcher on fucking Twitter said he's like, oh, this is where it like comes in handy to throw hard or whatever. And then right below it was people starting a GoFundMe. And they're like, we're going to pay for his fine. Like, just fucking do it. Like, 
Yeah, man, that's it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait for them to come out and say something. Like you can't just come out and just not say anything and hope it like goes away. And <laughs> but they had something. It was like a very casual, like oh fan event or whatever. Their t- like their Twitter account tweeted out just fucking people going off in the comments. I was like, leave the office guys alone. Like they still got to run a Twitter page. I don't know that whole organization <laughs> from freaking telling women thank god we got ozuna to just i don't know man. very bad look very bad look man all right jason spring training what are you looking at i want to see the astros regular season schedule i think they open the year against you guys i think it's you guys i could be wrong that would make sense. I just want to know who's going to get the first hit by pitch. Um, the pitcher? Oh, it is us. So who's your opening day starter? Uh, probably Otani, and I feel like he's a nice guy. You bitch. <laughs> well, we could use an opener. We weren't afraid to use an opener before. <laughs> just get someone out there, slap him on the ass, go be the opener, hit him in the fucking ear hole. Get thrown out of the game and then have Otani start. We need Ross Stripling. We know that he takes one for the team and hits batters, hits Giancarlo <laughs> Stanton. So he'll he'll go out there and hit someone and then back away from a fight. I fucking love this article 10 hours ago. Dodger fan group considers trip to Angel Stadium to boo Astros on opening day game. Oh, <laughs> I'll do it. That'd be fucking great. Let's go, Ty. Let's go to the Angels opening day. And I will show up in full Dodger stuff and just boo the shit out of them. It'll be fun. That'll be a fun time. Um, it's probably not expensive. It's oh well, oh, the Astros opening open, day, open the season in Houston. Ah, fuck, you're right. Um, let me let. Did you think of this though? Oh, um, like two weeks into the season or one week into the season, they're in Anaheim. Did you think about this? What's up? Where's the All Star game? Where is it? Dodger Stadium. Oh. Can you imagine the booze that any Astro that actually makes the All-Star game without cheating is going to get at that game? I mean, they're going to get zero fucking fan votes, so (laughs) they aren't going to be starters. Just imagine the booze. Well, every team has to have at least one person. That's the rule. I mean, they'll get people because they still have talent pitching-wise, and people are going to make the team, but they're not going to be starters, and they're still going to get just. It's going to be tremendous. I want to go to the All-Star game. I can't fucking wait. Just to boo them. It's going to be tremendous. Speaking of cheating, now, <laughs> before we get into this, just want to say 99% sure this is fake. No, me too. I agree with you. Uh, there's a supposed report by, what the fuck's his name? Scott Boris's son? No, it was not Scott Boris. It's like Scott Boris. Boris. It's the third base coach of the Seattle Mariners. Oh, really? Son. Yeah, it's not Scott Boris. Yeah, I thought it was they, an agent, no, dude. They just have very similar names. Okay, that's why I was confused then. <laughs> uh, tweeted out that Mike Trout uh, has a, found a rule, which is an actual rule, that is uh, makes players medically exempt from certain PED things for health reasons. Yes. And he takes uh, HDH for a thyroid problem. Yes. Now, this is some Michael Jordan level fucking cheating shit here. Well, yeah, Michael Jordan conspiracy, yeah, conspiracy Jordan level was shit. Betting on the game, so they told him to take two years off. That's why he went and played baseball. Yeah, um, I will say if MLB is allowing this and covering it up, fucking wild. 
Um, but they did release something where they said, yes, this is a rule. But no player has used HGH. They Yeah, they've never had a player actually apply to the rule. Well, you can get other things with the rule is what the what they said. Mm-hmm. Like, But no one has used the rule for HGH. Yeah. But again, I wouldn't be shocked. I don't think this is real. But if it was real, I definitely think the MLB would cover it up. It's you know the what best I mean? player of fucking multiple yeah. generations. It makes sense. How would you? How would your opinion change on Mike Trout? It would. So because yes, he's doing it legally, but he's still doing it. Yeah. My issue is so if it is a thyroid problem, I don't even know what a thyroid is. I believe it's something in your neck. I I thought it was hormones. I honestly thought it was like a hemorrhoid. (laughs) That's what I was thinking (laughs) of. Um. So my thing is, HGH is a naturally occurring thing in the body. All right, but people anatomy on me. What? You're getting anatomy on me. I didn't even know what HGH is. So, a human go- growth hormone. Oh, okay. It's something you have in your body that I believe comes from your thyroid. Because I was looking this shit up. Because I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck. If he has a thyroid problem, and that is, he has a lower level of that hormone than all the other players. And he uses a small amount of HGH to get to the normal level. <laughs> is that okay? I'm not saying it is. I'm asking, is it okay? If they, he was tested and he has a normal level as any other player in baseball, it's Cody Bellinger. But because he naturally doesn't create it, would he still get shit for it? Yes, because I think if they were actually doing this, it wouldn't be because of a fucking thyroid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if this was actually because of a thyroid, Mike Trout strikes me as a kind of guy who would come out in front of... He would, he would come out to the media in front of the story and fucking like report it himself. Like, look, here's my medical. I have to take this or else, you know, a X, Y, or Z, blah, blah, blah. He strikes me as someone who would come out and say that. I That's agree. why I don't think he's doing it. Cause he doesn't strike me as someone who would do it. But have you seen the pictures of Mike Trout in his rookie season? <laughs> those <laughs> are photo- Those are photoshopped pictures. I'm looking at a picture right now. There's one that was posted that was very obviously photoshopped. Not only that, though, everyone's saying that there's pictures of him and his dad. That's genetics. No, yeah. He, his dad he's is a big motherfucker. I, I know. I'm just fucking with you because <laughs> if you look at any MLB player, it's always the, the off season after their first MLB season where they're like, I don't know. I feel like they well, start. Plus, he was 19. Working out more. Well, yeah, and he's still growing. <laughs> 19, and then he gets a professional training staff to fucking bodybuild. But, yeah, it's like that in every sport. It's like the year after the rookie years where you see the body transformations because they're kind of like they're around the professional doctors and the professional. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, again, I don't think he's doing it. Um, but if he was, I don't think it's because he has a thyroid. And I think it would be something where MLB would absolutely cover it up. I hope he's not doing it. That would suck. I agree. Um you guys would have no integrity, you know, just everything, not even making a joke here, but everything that happened with Tyler Skaggs be terrible. And to cover this up, like it just, I, might, I, I would, would consider, I would have to take a, a season off. I would consider getting a new team and that season off, they'd win the world series. And you know what? Good for them. <laughs> but I'd have to take a season off. I don't think they do that. I think the Tyler Skaggs thing was a very bad blemish. And I hope, I haven't heard any updates on that, but I hope whatever was going on in the organization was handled and people were fired and rightfully punished for their actions. But I just hope this isn't also true. I don't think it is. There, There is no way. I don't. There, I hope not. If it ever came out that Mike Trout was on steroids, man. If it was any other player who was playing at the level Mike Trout is 
and this comes out, I would consider it like MLB covering it up. Yeah. But, but just the character that Mike Trout is and everything yeah. about him, he absolutely does not seem like the type of person who would do something like that. I agree. I think if it was a medical reason that he was doing it, he would release it to the press. I will say, so um, so Barry Bonds never actually got busted. It was one of those things where like he was always in the talks. He did get indic- he got indicted on charges of perjury and obstruction of justice for allegedly lying to the grand jury during the federal government's investigation of Balco, whatever that is. Let's say this did become some allegation that haunts him the rest of his career. Like, what if he gets Barry Bonds treatment? There's no way. I don't know, man. Because Bonds, I feel like, is one of the most obvious things ever. But Bonds had his early career success, and then later in his career is like when it started coming out. What if later in Trout's career, you know, the last like eight years, it's just like heavy, heavy allegations, but they never actually, just like Bonds, you know, but they never actually prove it. Like Again, the character of Mike Trout, I don't think he would allow shit like that to happen. I think Barry Bonds is a pretty nice guy. He looks like a pretty nice guy. He's a dick. He didn't even let video games use him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he wasn't part of the players union or whatever it was. It was stupid. There's some fake player they used in like the early 2000 video games. They had the same name every time. But um, yeah, I don't think Mike Trout's cheating. I hope he's not cheating. And I mean that from the bottom of me heart. I agree. But I I thought we should address it. Because that honestly, as much as I hope he's not and I would be heartbroken be pretty fucking wild (laughs) that would be wild be pretty fucking wild okay mike trout has to take this year off for some weird ass injury do we believe it or do we think it's mlb trying to cover it up (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna need some proof (laughs) i'm gonna need to see the surgery done (laughs) some random ass injury (laughs) um yeah one last baseball thing uh we already touched touched on it the dodgers signed uh, alex wood that's pretty cool. I One thought he was already signing. on your team. Did you trade him? Yeah, we got tra- he trade we traded the Reds? him in the Reds. Didn't really pitch last year. We signed him to a one year deal, and then he came back. Yeah, right now he's signed. Yeah. yeah, okay. I like it. I like it a lot. It's good. Rich Hill didn't sign with the Dodgers. Yeah, that happened he's, a little while ago uh, with the Twins. Oh, Josh Donaldson to the Twins. Twins are going to be pretty good. I know we slept on them all last year, but they're going to hit a lot of home so, runs. I think they led the league in home runs last year. Yeah, and they just added fucking Josh Donaldson, who hit thirty something of them. 37, I think it was. They're going to be fucking good. I'll accept it. How's their pitching? I think that's their Achilles heel, though. But I think that was the same thing last year, and they still were fucking... But what did we say? Pitching wins in the playoffs? They got swept in the playoffs. Jason, electronic devices (laughs) wins in the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I love all the Yankee fans that are fucking, like, talking shit. Like, the Yankees didn't get in trouble for using Apple Watches, like, the same season that the Astros were cheating. Yeah. Like they're not, they don't have a completely clean history. It's not even like, oh, maybe they were doing it. Like well, they, they got punished for doing shit. Yeah, and there's just wasn't as severe. Season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it just wasn't as severe. And I would not be shocked at all if more shit came out. They've shown that they are willing to do it. But you know how Yankees fans are. I also, the whole MLB handling this. I definitely think this is something that they MLB had at least some idea about because it seems for like sure. something all the players had an idea of about, yeah. like. And they just didn't want to do anything because it wasn't in the public light yet. And yeah. because MLB's stupid. And it took Mike Fires literally speaking in public to fucking actually take action, action against it. So. It sounds like all the players knew what was going on. All the players made comments and requests for it to be looked into. And they didn't want to do a goddamn thing until they literally were forced to. Yeah. 
That's why oh, Jessica Mendoza's take was so bad. <laughs> that was a full-on st- uh, snitches get stitches. <laughs> Jesus, dude. It's fucking absurd. Let's talk about some football. I don't want to talk about the Astros anymore. The right. ass, they're Astros. That's what they are. You stole that from The Circle on Netflix. We just watched it, and he just said it. Speaking of Houston, the Houston Texans had one of the biggest choke jobs in NFL history. We were golfing. Mm-hmm. Was it Sunday morning? Mm-hmm. Sunday, yeah. Morning, afternoon-ish. Houston Astros were up 24-0? Houston Texans. Texans. Sorry. to oh, fucking. Got me <laughs> fucked up. Houston Texans were up 24-0, and we were hysterically laughing about how bad the Chiefs choked. Yeah. I did say, I was like, don't sleep on the Chiefs. But once I got to 21, I said Chiefs are dead. But then they came back. We get home. I shower after golfing. <laughs> check my phone and say, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it was like 31-21 by that point. <laughs> Chiefs dropped a 50 bomb after not scoring in the first quarter to win 51-31. Was it something like fucking 30 or 40 unanswered points? Something absurd, yeah. I know it was the biggest like loss, like losing in the first half or whatever, yeah. to like winning. By them, like, 20. I heard uh, their odds, because their odds to win the game, because I kept looking at the live odds, because if it ever got super high, I wanted to just throw money on it, and it only got to, like, three and a half to one, because Vegas knew, like, Chiefs could come back. Um, but I guess their odds to win the half, because they ended up winning the half, Yeah, was, like, <laughs> 70 to one or something absurd. That so, would have been fucking fun. Man. You know where they lo- Texans lost this game? When they fucking kicked that field goal. Right when we were leaving golf, I say, you... I literally said the words, to beat the Chiefs, you have to put your foot on their necks. And they didn't. They kicked the field goal to go up 24 instead of, well, the difference between 24 and 21 is not that big. It's pussy shit. And plain and simple, you got a three touchdown lead. You're fucking rolling in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. Don't be pussy. I mean, at the end of the day, if everything else stays the same, the Chiefs still score 51 points and you lose the game. But hey, domino effect. That's a momentum shifter right there, though. (laughs) I know everyone's talking about momentum. That's moment. That's that's a real fucking thing. Momentum, yeah. Momentum was a hot topic <laughs> of after of that day when that game was going on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had the Chiefs doing that. We had the Titans absolutely upsetting the Baltimore Ravens. Derrick Henry, Derrick fucking Henry, man, he's just a beast. Um, honestly, like I didn't think the Titans were gonna win, but I'm not that surprised that they did. I'm mean, Derrick Henry has just been a fucking monster to end the season. And I I don't know what happened to the Baltimore. I have nothing. Well, actually, I heard something about it. It made a lot of sense. Is like they're both running teams. It's really hard to get back into a game when you're a running team if you're down like two possessions. So the Chiefs were able to come back because they're a team that relies on their passing. If the Titans were in that exact same situation, chances are they're not coming back just because like it's hard to run your way back into a multi-possession deficit. So it's kind of like with the Titans-Ravens, like whoever kind of got out to the lead first, you could kind of just sit on it because you're forcing the other team to pass. And, yeah, Lamar Jackson had some great passing games, but, you know. That's why I'm like, they are a running team. Lamar Jackson still had almost 400 passing yards. But that was, like, all season he did so good passing because of the threat of running it. It opened up the passing game. But when they kind of, you know, took that lead and they know that they had to throw the ball, it kind of disrupted their offensive rhythm a little bit. Honestly, Mark Ingram injury, I think, is what fucked him more than anything. Well, yeah, that also helped. That also fucked him over. I didn't look at the stat line. Lamar Jackson had himself a hell of a game. No, yeah, it's a very misleading box score, but I think it's because they were playing from behind the whole game, and they just couldn't finish their chances. I, I don't know what how the fuck you get 365 passing yards, 143 rushing yards, two interceptions fucks you. Yeah. That's the biggest thing there. You don't turn the ball over, you win this game. Yeah. 
But I, he had a fine game. I think their passing game is perfectly fine to get back into it. He just threw some interceptions. Well, I think a lot of the yardage, though, was like garbage time. Kind of let them kind of get five, six yards here. Kind of like the Saints, you know, garbage time defense where it was kind of like <laughs> they just they bend and didn't break. That's I mean, what it was. I, the Titans I, bend and not break. Yeah. But again, you have that big game, but then you look at the other side of the ball. Derrick Henry just runs you the fuck over with 195 fucking rushing yards. Not a touchdown, though. Ryan Tannehill had a touchdown. I mean, had a rushing and a passing. No, he didn't have. Oh, he had two passing touchdowns. 88 yards, but two passing touchdowns. Derrick Henry did have a touchdown, Jason. Just he threw it to someone else. Oh, yeah, he had a passing touchdown. You're correct. <laughs> you were correct on that, tie. But what a game. So we got Titans, Chiefs, and the AFC over on the NFC side of things. Uh, 49ers took care of the Vikings. That was pretty expected. Even though I was riding my Vikings, I was riding them. Um, they lost Carolina, pretty handily. Carolina Reaper team. No more Carolina Reaper Done. teams, unfortunately. And then we had the Done. Packers. I called this like the Pretender Bowl, the Packers and the Seahawks. I think they're both easily the two worst teams remaining out of the four. I'm I'm not high on the Packers at all. I know a lot of people are because their defense and everything, but I was not high on the Packers nor the Seahawks, and it was kind of an ugly, boring game, and the Packers won, and I think they're going to get shit-pumped. I agree, which, I mean, you're seven and a half point underdogs in the championship game. It's pretty rough. I mean, they're both pretty big underdogs. They are, but one makes sense. Yeah, we we both went two and two last week in our betting. Um, That we didn't didn't mention on the podcast. Didn't mention on the pod. But we picked it. We did it. We say true. Uh, we had exact opposites. Exact. Yep. So it just made it work. Tyler went 2-0 and on Saturday, and then I went 2-0 and on Sunday to save it. It is what it is. You are now still even at 21-21-2. I'm 27-16-1. Uh, did we do it? I'm all fucked up here, Jay. Did we win? No, you did. You just glanced over the Vikings. Yeah, they fucking suck. Yeah, so we're going to pick our betting lines for these games, kind of talk about how we think they're going to go down. We're going to pick the um, over under. spread and the over-under. Which I don't see. Um, so are you on Action Network? Yeah. Click filter. No, click. Um, yeah, click filter odds, and then instead of spread, turn it to total. Oh, thank you. So the uh, right now, the Houston Titans, the Houston Titans, the Tennessee Titans are seven-point underdogs against Kansas City Chiefs on the road. Which is probably pretty fair. You're pretty much saying there that you think the Chiefs are four points better than the Titans because three points for the home field advantage. Um, so seven-point underdogs, Ty. Are you taking Titans plus seven or Chiefs minus seven? So my heart tells me there's no reason the Titans should win this game. My heart told me there's no reason the Titans should have won against Baltimore. Yeah. Or New England. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you ride the hot hand. I got to take the Titans. The Titans are my team, man. Everyone knows this. You got to take the Titans. I, I, t- I hopped on the Titans Vikings bandwagon. All I got left is the Titans. But I'm taking the Chiefs in this game, Ty. Chiefs minus seven. I, my heart wants me to do that, so I'm not. I don't hate it. But also, we did brackets. My bracket has been abysmally, <laughs> abysmally bad. Yeah, I had the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. So just going off of that, I got to bet against them. That's fair. Um, I kind of mentioned it with what was wrong with the Ravens in that Titans game, and I think that's going to happen here. Let me set the stage for you. Set it. Sunday morning. Sunday afternoon. Game starts Sunday at 12.05. Chiefs lose the toss. Well, Titans are picking. So Titans win the toss. Chiefs go downfield. Score a touchdown. Patrick Mahomes. Travis Kelsey. 7-0. Ensuing drive. Titans get the ball. 
They have a decent Derrick Henry run. It's about second and six. Just like a four-yard to start the game. Derrick Henry, first down run. Oh, wait, holding penalty. <laughs> second and 16, if this happens. <laughs> second and 16. They run the ball again. It's like third and 10. They're forced to throw it. The Chiefs manage to get an incompletion. The Titans have to punt. The Chiefs then get a big play to Tyreek Hill. 14-0 to zero at by 12.30, 25 minutes into the game. Maybe even earlier than that. Okay. And the Titans are fucked. They're already down 14-0, and maybe they run the ball, get a touchdown, stay in it. The Chiefs are going to hold that lead. They're going to just put their fucking foots on the throat of the Titans. The Titans are going to be forced to pass the ball, and as much as I love Ryan Tannehill, they're not going to get it done. I think the Chiefs are going to win this game by 17 points. Okay, that's fair. Here's the thing, though, Jason. People are hyped about Derrick Henry. Absolutely. Man. But can he do this a third week in a row? Man is a monster. He's that been man's doing got a lot it his of miles whole on his career. Legs. Got a lot of miles on his legs, though. But no one's giving credit to Ryan Tannehill, who's the best quarterback to end the regular season in all of the NFL. I'm pretty sure I gave him credit. And you're not right now. <laughs> <laughs> the man was electric to end the fucking season. Yeah, he I was. don't think the Chiefs have a good defense. Not with a. They're actually sneakily better than you think, but they also have like one of their best D linemen out, which is like a huge deal. Chris Jones, oh big big time deal, especially with Derrick Henry. Yeah, I think Ryan Tannehill can do perfectly fine. I think Derrick Henry will be Derrick Henry. I think all instincts tell me this will be a high scoring game, but that's why I'm taking the under. Oh, going to the under fifty three. Um, I'm actually going with the under fifty three as well. Okay, that I think easy. like I said, Chiefs. Get out to a lead. They're going to coast. They're going to win by 17. They're going to win uh, 31 to 14, which is a total of 45. 31-14 is my final score prediction for Chiefs-Titans. 45, the under, and the Chiefs minus 7 hits. Which score prediction since you picked the under and Titans plus 7? Um, I'm going to go I'm gonna go 21-24. Oh, low-scoring game. Low-scoring game. 20 Titans winning or just covering? If this doesn't really Fuck. matter. It doesn't change your pick. It doesn't. I don't know, but I think it'll be 24-21. <laughs> Either way. I think whoever has it's the last possession 21, gets a field goal Okay. Okay. Plain and simple. So both of our totals are actually 45. Mm. That's where they should have put the line at. <laughs> Obviously. I think the under hits as well. Kansas City, probably going to be cold. I'm not too sure. Um but I think everyone's expecting a super high scoring game, and it's just not going to be because the Chiefs are going to get out to an early lead, and then the Titans aren't going to be able to score. Um, I think the clock's just going to be running a lot this game. It is going to be 20 degrees on kickoff. No, oh, 10 mile an hour fuck winds. You 20 degrees, Tyler. That's a that's a pregame retirement. <laughs> Say I'm out. 20 fucking degrees, dude. Can you imagine 20 degree weather? What's the coldest weather you've probably been in? I think we've been in like below 30. Yeah, I mean, it's like 28 pretty consistently when I leave for work. Damn. That's cold. It's freezing. That's real cold. I got like three jackets on. I'm with, still shivering. With 10-mile-an-hour winds. That's not like crazy winds, but that's noticeable. That's enough. Wind chill. That's enough to get, get you going. All right. So we both got the under, and I got the Chiefs. You got the Titans. Let's jump on over to San Francisco. Got the Green Bay Pack. Good thing this isn't in Green Bay. Sure, that would have been another freezing cold fucking game. Oh, yeah, it's going to be like 67. <laughs> yeah, they're just playing on fucking Northern California. Uh, Green Bay weather on Sunday. It's actually supposed to snow Friday and Saturday. Today's being Friday. 
in Green Bay. Um, oh, it's also supposed to. Oh no, Sunday it's not supposed to snow though, and it was supposed to be um, around twenty five degrees, twenty to twenty five degrees. They don't have to worry about that. They're going to be in San Francisco, S- Santa Clara. Where yeah. the fucking? <laughs> I'm just being an asshole. The Sunshine State, where it's going to be uh, fifty eight at kickoff. <laughs> That's toasty in January. <laughs> Jason, yeah. the Titans were seven point underdogs. Packers are seven or seven and a half. Seven and a half. So the Niners. How the fuck does a wild card team who barely makes it get to the championship round as only seven point underdogs, but the one two seed meet in the championship game, and there's a seven point seven and a half point spread? Because Vegas knows the fucking Packers are frauds. I agree, but I think it's crazy. Yeah, you would think that that's a two seed. They're literally one and two seed. I think part of it is that the Niners literally shit-pumped the Packers the first time they played in in San Francisco. So I think that absolutely plays into the line. I just, if you would have told me Titans and Chiefs has a closer spread than 49ers-Packers, I would have laughed at you. They opened the same, right? But the Chiefs-Titans went down a little bit? It was, it was flipped. Oh, okay. Titans uh, were 7.5, Packers were 7. But that being said, I, I got to take the Niners. Yeah, it literally isn't a question for me. I don't Actually, think this game's close. Yeah, I don't either. I was going to... Do I flip it? Nope. I'm just going to keep it with my gut. That means I should flip it. Nope, I already said it. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think it might be a close game. I don't. I don't think it's close. I, 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 I think Titans-Chiefs is close. I think this one is 49ers walking into the Super Bowl. I think it's maybe like a 10-point game where the Packers get like a touchdown with like 30 seconds left to make it a 3-point game or a field goal to make it a 7-point game, and then they try kicking the onside kick, and they don't get it. I could see that happening. Maybe, but I I highly doubt it. I think San Francisco takes an early lead, and I think their stellar defense just fucks Aaron Rodgers. And his Can garbage I change offense. my pick? It's not locked in yet. I haven't typed it. All right, I'm taking Packers plus seven and a half, just to be different, and just because that point five scares me. If it was six and a half or seven, I would take the Niners, but have them win by more than a touchdown. A lot of things happen late in the game that fucking you get the backdoor cover, and I, that's what I'm scared of. So I'm taking Packers. I would not put money on it, but I'm just going to take Packers plus seven and a half. If I thought it was, I don't gonna, think they're going to win. If I thought it was going to be a close game, I'd agree with you. I don't think it's going to be a close game. Over-under is sitting at 46.5 here, Jay. If I'm taking Packers plus 7.5, I kind of have to take the over. Now, I'm I'm definitely taking the over. This is going to be a fun game to watch because the 49ers are going to shit pump and drop like 40. Okay, yeah. I think it's going to be 27 to backdoor 20. It's going to be, okay, so <laughs> it's going to be 27-17 and then... The Packers, there's going to be, like, however much time left. Packers are going to kick a field goal to make it 27-20. Get the over by half a point and get the cover, and that's it. They're going to do it for Vegas. They're going to try the onside kick, not get it. 27-20, 49ers. Okay. I think I said what? No, I said 31. Never mind. 27-20. What okay. do you think the score is going to be, Ty? 40 to something. I legitimately think the Niners put up 40-something points. 40 to something. <laughs> we'll go 42 What's a multiple? 35. Multiple of 7. All that, right. that hurts my spread. Fuck. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. 40 to 30. 40 to 30? Yep. It's going to be the weirdest scoring game in all football. How about like... Okay. <laughs> um, 
if the Saints were in this situation, how would you feel about them against the Niners on the road? I mean, they can't beat the Vikings, so. <laughs> You're down on the Saints right now. That'd make me sad. Yeah, if they would have played, man. I think they could beat either of these teams. They could, yeah. But they also could have beaten the Vikings. <laughs> yep. I think we're on the same level as these teams. We just had a shit game. I think you're much better than the Packers. Oh, no, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I'm just saying the same level I thought as you the guys. Were, I still think you guys are going to win the Super Bowl and you lost. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I'm still like, Saints are the best team. We were. We were the best team. But you know what, Jay? I'm going to switch the narrative. Kirk Cousins had a buzzer on his jersey. <laughs> he could sense blindside pressure. Oh, okay. I don't know how that works, but okay. You just buzz whenever someone's running out his back and he knows to fucking run out of the pocket. <laughs> so we both got the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, the Chiefs. No, you got the... Oh, you didn't really pick who would win. <laughs> you just said it would be close. I got Tennessee plus seven. So you got... We both have the 49ers and you have... Doesn't matter. It's just going to be a close game. Yeah. For what? Titans-Chiefs. Yeah, because I was going to say we both have Niners Chiefs. But... I said last possession wins. Okay. <laughs> For Kansas City and Tennessee. <laughs> um, if it's – here's a narrative. Chiefs Packers. Don't know if you've heard this. You might I have. have. <laughs> First Super Bowl ever. Super Bowl one, and now in year 100, throw it back. Well, it's like year – what is it, 53 of the Super Bowl or whatever, but the Super Bowl came along after the NFL. Well, whatever. But, yeah. It's the NFL 100. Yeah. But then the, recreate to recreate the, the Super First Bowl. Super Bowl. Makes sense. In like Super Bowl 53, I think it is. Makes sense to me. They got two stars that Aaron Rodgers. I mean, State Farm has got to be jizzing all over this shit. <laughs> the with possibility their, their two of that. fucking quarterbacks playing in the Super Bowl against each other. Yeah, that's a lot of marketing opportunities. Big time. That's the State Farm Bowl. We're going to college because that's the State Farm Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to think of Aaron Rodgers at this point of his career. I think he's, I think he's definitely should be scary for any team if he has the ball down seven to win the game. Absolutely. I think he's good. I think he doesn't have a lot of weapons around him, and I think he's very overrated because I don't think he's elite. Anymore? Anymore. Yeah, I think he was has the most talented quarterback of all time, possibly. He had a good year. I mean, he didn't have a bad year. He still had 4,000 passing yards. I mean, passing yards don't mean shit this year. 26 and 4. Everybody had passing yards. Me and you could have gone in the NFL and put up 2,000. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's good enough where he can – perform in the big moments and they have a good defense and they have a good run game so he's good enough at this point of his career but we'll see what happens i mean just as far as weapons and quarterback combined i take garoppolo in the 49ers offense over aaron Rodgers in the packers offense i would not take garoppolo over Rodgers. i'm saying with the weapons they have the packers have some decent weapons they got Devontae adams again they he's have decent good. weapons but i would take the niners offense yeah, they got a good offense. Over the Green Bay offense. Yeah, I don't think Green Bay is going to win, but you never know, man. I'd be kind of sad if they did. I feel like they'd be like the worst Super Bowl team ever. You know, they remind <laughs> me of like the Broncos a few years ago when they won the Super Bowl and everyone was like, wait, this team's in the Super Bowl? Like, how the hell did this happen? Yeah. That's how it would remind me. It's a very me. good comparison. Even though I think this team's probably better because Aaron Rodgers is better than Peyton was at that point of his career, but yeah. That's how I feel. Those are the vibes I'm getting right now, and they're somehow going to fucking win this game. <laughs> it's okay because I got Packers plus seven and a half, so I'm covering my bases. It'll even work. I think the Niners are winning. It'll work for you. I don't agree with it, but it'll work for you. The only other thing we had for football, uh, Jason Garrett, Joe Burrow. Oh, we could talk college. We don't ever talk college. 
We can talk about Jason Garrett for a second. Let's just, I don't really give a fuck. Uh, Jason Garrett's the one of the coordinators of the Giants. Offensive. Offensive coordinator of the Giants. Yeah. Joe Burrow, on the, on the, in the meanwhile, on the mean hand, on the other hand, just put together one of the greatest college football, if not the greatest college football seasons of all time with him and his LSU Tigers. Um, I would just like to say, I've said it before and I'll say it again, people, true story, people laughed at me when I said Joe Burrow was a Heisman candidate. You know, people in that I trust in my everyday life that I would say I love laughed at me I know in people, my face. I know people can't see me right now, but I'm shaking my head. I'm shaking my head, yes. And I will be honest. I was half kidding when I said he'd win the Heisman. He had a really good start to the year, but they were against bad teams, and I was just kind of kidding. I thought he was a good quarterback. And what do you know? He's like one of the greatest quarterbacks of college history now. <laughs> Possibly the best resume ever for a college football quarterback. I mean, he just sauced everyone up. He looked like a man amongst boys, which he is 23. He's actually kind of old. Older than the NFL MVP. Which, that doesn't matter because, look, he's going to be polished coming into the league. Absolutely. I mean, he's ready to fucking go. It shows. Um, he had what, like seven wins over top 10 opponents at the time of playing him. Yep. Uh, six of those seven were ranked in the top 13 at the end of the year rankings. Um, it wasn't even close. Shit pumped the Oklahoma Sooners beat Clemson by 17 shit pumped Georgia and head to head championship fucking was it? Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And just fucking outplayed him. Like came back from a deficit. Like, Man, if I was the Chargers, I kid you not, over under of picks I would trade for Joe Burrow is like four and a half. And I'd probably still take over. You got first round picks. You gotta go for it. I would trade I would trade every first round pick until I have my first child to have Joe Burrow as quarterback of my Chargers. Yeah. No, I would too. Here's the narrative. Saints gotta start trading people. I want him to be the next fucking quarterback for the Saints. We have like the ninth pick. So if somehow the the fucking Bengals are stupid, which I wouldn't put it past them. It is the Bengals. And no don't pick them. And don't pick them. And the Lions, I think, who have the second overall pick, I want to say. Let me check. And the Lions don't want to draft a quarterback because they're stupid and they're stuck on Matt Stafford. Oh, it's Washington. They just drafted Dwayne Haskins. They don't need a quarterback. And then it's Detroit. We have the sixth pick. We could package a six overall in like a second and like a third next year to move up to two or three and have those teams move down to six. Boom. Joe Burrow. Or, or Joe Burrow pulls an Eli Manning. And this time we're on the right. Well, actually, I still think we were on the right side of the history. I think Philip Rivers was the better quarterback than Eli Manning. I just think Eli was on better team. I don't know. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> this time we're the other team in the situation where we draft Tua or draft whoever. Joe Burrow doesn't want to play. We flip quarterbacks, send an extra first their way. We get Joe Burrow. That'd be awesome. I just want Joe Burrow. Dude. It'd be electric to have Joe Burrow out here in Southern California. I would. Fuck. I would stand so but, hard. With that being said. I really want him to go to the Bengals because that is going to be one hell of a rivalry with Baker Mayfield and Joe Burrow. Yeah. The cocky young quarterbacks in the same division. That is going to be years of entertainment. Joe Burrow is kind of like the cocky quarterback who kind of lets his play do the talking, though. He doesn't really – he's not too, like, brash like Baker. You know what I mean? Like, he's cocky. Don't get me wrong. Baker's much more cocky verbally. Yeah. But I think that is just a great rivalry. Joe Burrow. Two young quarterbacks. Baker talks shit. Joe Burrow just smirks. Just like, okay, we'll see what happens. And then fucking just outduels them. I fucking, dude, Tyler. <laughs> if the Chargers somehow got Joe Burrow, dude, that'd be the one thing that would restore faith in this franchise for me. It's like a .00001 chance of happening. But if it happened, by golly, dude, it would be so amazing. I think either way, you're probably going to be all right, though. Two is good, too. I like two. That's why I'm like, two but is bad. But Miami might pick him, and we might end up with, like, Justin Herbert from fucking Oregon, and that's just someone... I, 
If they draft a quarterback that's not Tua or Joe Burrow, I'm going to hate that quarterback. I'm going <laughs> to hate third. Him. I think it's Justin Herbert, the guy from Oregon, who I don't know anything about. Wasn't Trevor Lawrence like a number one overall fucking pick before the He's season? He's only like a sophomore, dude. He still has to play one more year. You Fuck. have to be a junior. Yeah. So we might... Again, so I wouldn't hate if we just didn't draft anyone and had him in our radar next year, but who knows what happens. But, I mean, your team was good enough to be better than they really were this year. So you very easily could lose a top 10 pick and be yeah, exactly. at the bottom of the draft next year if you don't. I think you have to capitalize on the sixth pick. It just is going to suck if you get the third quarterback. Justin fucking Herbert. Which, who knows? Maybe he comes in. He's electric. Yeah. Oh, according to Walter Football, which, again, this is just people – talking like this is just you know their rankings they rank justin herbert a second ahead of tua mm-hmm. that would be fun that'd be great i think tua has a higher upside i don't know justin herbert could be amazing i haven't watched one play out of him yeah but just his name i don't want to root for someone named justin herbert who the fuck wants to buy a herbert jersey <laughs> i won't i'll buy a burrow jersey <laughs> oh yeah also shout out to odell for uh being a clown <laughs> pure, pure fucking clown Okay, so the f- money thing. Oh yeah, that was something I wanted to talk about. The NCAA just sucks, dude. They're they're pieces. They're of They're probably shit. gonna find these athletes because Odell gave them cash, like a hundred bucks or whatever. Like, which he's stupid for doing that in the first place. Yeah, but like it's so stupid. It's stupid. He but he knows the rules. He knows the only thing coming out of this is he's fucking over the players. He's giving yeah. money. No, yeah. I just hate the NCAA, man. I really do. I I'm I won't. Hide I agree it. with that. Um, I think they're dumb pieces of shit. And then smacking the police officer on the ass and then getting an arrest warrant for it like four days later. I, I, I don't, I don't understand to... why you don't arrest him there. If that's what you want. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I also don't understand why the fuck he thought that was a good idea. <laughs> You're a fucking professional athlete. How stupid are you to smack an officer on the ass? I think I think it's stupid that he has an arrest warrant, though. I really do. I think both sides are stupid. Yeah. I think it was very stupid for him to do that. I think it's very fucking stupid for them to put an arrest warrant out four days later for smacking an officer on the ass. Yeah, me and Mika were talking about it, and he said, like, yeah, he went home, talked to his wife about the incident, the police officer, and she was like, you know who that is, right? Like, we can probably get some... We're going to get some good press out of this. And he was like, you're right, honey, and went in the next day, like, <laughs> this Odell Beckham guy, I needed a warrant out for his arrest. He sma- He violated me last night. <laughs> um, last NFL thing I want to talk about, Ty. A little Tear. bit of a woe for you. Whoa. Okay, so me and my dad, talking about the legendary Antonio Gates, who was retiring, even I, though he didn't play this year. I thought he was done, like, three years ago. He wasn't. He played uh, two years ago. Like So not this year. Uh, he was actually a free agent, and I read something that he wanted to sign with the Chargers late in the year if they were making a playoff push. They weren't. And then his next best fit that he wanted to go play for was the Colts because he was like familiar with Frank Reich or whatever. I think he used to be like our offensive coordinator or something. But then the Colts kind of fell off the table that middle of the year. They did really bad. So that's why he just didn't go anywhere. Anyways, we were talking about Antonio Gates, and my dad was talking about how he has on video that – we went to the Charger game last year. Antonio Gates caught a touchdown pass right in front of us, right in the end zone. And I was like, hmm, Dad, I wonder if that was Antonio Gates' last career touchdown pass. And you have it on video. And it was. Or touchdown catch. And it was. It was his last career touchdown cool. at 116. Get this. I jokingly say, I wonder if you were there for his first ever touchdown <laughs> pass, right? And he was like, oh, we went to a game in 2003. I think we were playing like the Vikings or something. I don't remember. It was mom's first game. We won like 40 to 20, something like that. So I go to Antonio Gates' rookie season, right? He fucking caught a touchdown pass. That exact same game my dad mentioned. (laughs) It was like (laughs) 41-28 against the Vikings. So my dad saw Antonio Gates' first and last touchdown catch of his career out of 116. You know what this means, right? What? 
He's got to stop being a Chargers fan. <laughs> he retires with Antonio Gates. <laughs> My dad really wanted me to talk about this on the podcast. It's so. wonderful. That's pretty fucking awesome. He was like mind blown. I, I would he be was, like, too. Jumping That's pretty up fucking and down. cool. <laughs> That's pretty fucking cool to watch the first and the last. Especially like football. Like it's not something that happens every game. Yeah. It was like the sixth game, seventh game of his rookie season. So it was just like weird timing both ways. That's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. He got the chills and I think he wanted to tear up, but he didn't. He held strong. We won't mention the argument we had last night. Oh, <laughs> through you. <laughs> oh man, he need. Yeah, you guys need to have. You guys need to iron your, it out. Your dad is a noted Jurassic World <laughs> Fallen Kingdom fan. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> and then you had the audacity to bring Back to the Future into it Never just to make it. him mad. Never seen it. That was just completely taking shots at him. <laughs> I know I'm on the wrong side of history and not seeing that movie. That was just pissing off. <laughs> yeah, he's mad. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, speaking of movies, Jason, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, not Oscar worthy. It didn't get anything? Like, no CGI awards or anything? <laughs> I'm willing to bet it got a Razzie before it got an Oscar. Probably. You never know. Like, the Avengers got, like, a, you know, like a CGI or visual development nomination. That's why I was saying maybe. I doubt it, but maybe. You know what, Jay? What? Let's find out. Oh, okay. Anyways, there's Oscar nominations for 2020. Um, every category has been announced with the five five or six finalists, or in some cases, nine. Uh, best Picture. I have seen one of these movies. You have seen a few. <laughs> I have, and you gave me shit for liking one of them. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> don't appreciate it one bit. The movies for Best Picture are... Ford versus Ferrari. I was surprised to see that on the list. I'm going to be honest. So, did I tell you how I went and watched it? Yeah, you said it was really good. Fantastic fucking movie. Absolutely I, deserving. I didn't know it was like an Oscar. I didn't realize it was that kind of like, you know what I mean? It's really not. I mean, you watch it. It's just an enjoyable film. That If it's on TV, I'm going to turn on every time I fucking see it. It's just got a great story, great acting. Not going to win though, right? No, no way it's going to win. But very good. The Irishman. 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 I'll talk about it once we go through the list. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, which I really want to see. It comes out on Blu-ray. Like You need to. February 4th. I know. I wanted I wanted to see it in theaters, but I just never got the chance. It's up there for my movie of the year. Joker. The only one I've seen. Okay. Little Women, which our girlfriends went and saw together, I believe. Uh, Yeah. I think so. Marriage Story. Tyler's movie. I got shit for it. 1917, the, the war movie where it's a one-shot movie all the way through. I want to see that. I've heard that's pretty fucking cool. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Also, I want to see. Haven't seen yet. And uh, Parasite, which I never heard of until it got nominated for Best Picture. You haven't heard of Parasite? No. I've heard it's fucking like a perfect movie. Wow, really? Yeah. So it's going to be the one that wins because it's like the smallest name. and Possibly, but it's international um, subtitles. Uh, I think it's in Korean. I oh, that's a Korean director. It's going to easily win international. That's something they, the Academy would do, though, pick the international movie. Yeah, it's easily going to win the international, um, but I've heard it's a fantastic fucking movie. I think, honestly, it's probably Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I don't like, but there's so many other things that it's been nominated for, and mm-hmm. it being a Taren- uh, fucking Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah. It's probably the favorite. I think Parasite's right there with it. And then fucking Joker with 11 nominations. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that. But uh, if I had a guess for best picture, 
I honestly think it'll probably, I haven't even seen the movie, but just based on what they usually do, I think it'll be Parasite. It just seems like something they would do. I think, what, Roma won last year? Yeah. That was another international movie. Which is nothing wrong with international movies. It just seems like something they would do. Uh, best actor, Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory. Nope, haven't seen it. Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Pretty good. Adam Driver, Marriage Story. Mm. Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. And uh, Joaquin Phoenix and Joker. Wasn't surprised by that one. I think Joaquin Phoenix wins this one. Think so? I think so. I mean, I haven't seen enough of these movies. I haven't seen The Two Popes or Pain and Glory, but I've heard The Two Point Popes is kind of whatever. Okay. Like, it's a good movie, but not anything spectacular. Okay. Um, I think Joaquin Phoenix, you give that movie 11 nominations, that movie was carried by Joaquin Phoenix. You obviously... I mean, if you love that movie that much, you love Joaquin Phoenix's performance. Yeah, I And I think the Academy is going to... How much traditional Hollywood when a freaking comic book movie wins is going to be so fun to watch. Even though it really isn't like a comic book movie. At all. But it'll just be so funny to watch just because it's called Joker. People are going to fucking flip out. Yeah. No, it'll be great. Um, I I wanted to jump back to Best Picture. Okay. Because I didn't talk about it. The Irishman is not a good movie. (laughs) We talked about it. You talked about the movie before. I think Uncut Gems should have taken its place, though. Wow, really? I absolutely do. Going off the movies I've seen, the conversation online. Oh, yeah. That was the movie that got snubbed. Uncut Gems. Uncut Zero Gems, nominations. Nothing. Nothing for Adam Sandler. Nothing for visuals or sound editing. I think sound editing or sound mixing. We were, we were talking about this. I don't know what the fucking difference is. <laughs> that movie fucking was like anxiety, fucking loud and in your face and just fucking amped up the entire time. Mm-hmm. It, sh- it deserves something for that. Yeah. I'm surprised it got zero. I wasn't surprised that it wasn't nominated for Best Picture. Um, I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if it would. I don't think it had any chance of winning. I think it would have been no. like eight or nine out of the nine. Yeah. But I was surprised that Sandler didn't get nominated. I definitely, I thought the Academy would just, even if they didn't, even if he was number six or number five, we'll kind of throw him in there just for the, the buzz. You know what I mean? But yeah. it is what it is. Just getting the nominations a big deal. Yeah. I mean, even that would have been worth it. Um, Actress in the leading role. We have Cynthia. Cynthia Erivo from Harriet. That movie actually looked really good. Never saw it. Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. Mm. Uh, Cerise Ronan, Little Woman, Charlize Theron, Bombshell. Just a movie about like the Fox News reporter, right? Yeah. And Renee Zellweger and Judy. J- Judge Judy? Yes. Can you see that movie? No, I think it's a... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't really have much to say about that. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, how about that for you, Ty? You know what, Jay? We'll get back to it. Actor in a supporting role. Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I lauded his performance, and I hope he wins. Did a great job as, as uh, Mr. Rogers. Anthony Hopkins, Two Popes. Al Pacino, The Irishman, your favorite movie. Joe Pesci, The Irishman. Two nominations in one movie. Can you believe that? In the same category. I think Al Pacino was good. I. It just bugs the shit out of me. They literally just play tough old New Yorkers. How is that a hard acting performance just to have a New York accent? And just talk quietly but intimidating. Like, it's not that hard. And then um, Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Who do you think he wins Best Supporting Actor? Uh, Brad Pitt won at the Golden Globes. Okay. So I'm going to go with Brad Pitt. But from also what I've heard, I think Tom Hanks might have a good chance. Hell yeah, brother. I've heard That's good things movie. from you and other people. I, re- I don't want the Irish win- men to win anything. <laughs> I can't express how much I was disappointed by that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that was when I was on my, my artsy kick of watching artsy <laughs> movies. Um, 
actress in a supporting role, Kathy Bates, who played um, Mama in Waterboy. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Uh, Richard in Richard Rule, Laura Dern in Marriage Story, another Marriage Story. Oh yeah, Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit. Yep, Florence Pugh, Little Woman, and Margot Robbie in Bombshell. Now, I think it's been like thirteen years or something like that, maybe even longer, since someone was nominated for best and supporting in the same thing. Who? Scarlet? ScarJo. <laughs> oh yeah, noted. Actress of the decade. Well, this is a new decade, so this doesn't strain. This is not a new case. decade. This is the 2019 movies. I'm pretty sure in our decades list, though, you used 2010 nominations as validation for at least one of the people. Nope. I'm pretty sure you did. Well, this is part yes. of 2020. Oh, nominations? You? I think no, absolutely for not. our decade. I think you used 20, 2010 winners slash nominations for. Why last would I decade. do that? The movies would be released in two thousand. I don't know why you did that, but I'm I pretty didn't. sure you did I'm at a least a million once. percent sure. I didn't. Pretty sure you did at least one million percent sure. I did in-depth research on this. I made sure I didn't. <laughs> I don't know who wins best supporting. Um, I don't either. I need to watch more movies. Because I've only seen two of those. I know Laura Dern won for the Globes, but I know that's not always a good sign. But that was the exact reasoning for picking Brad Pitt. <laughs> well, yeah, but I think, again, just going off of, I think that's going to win best picture. I think he gets love for supporting. I actually, yeah, I need to watch more of these like great movies, which I did watch an old Academy Award winning movie. What'd you watch? I told you, Birdman. Oh yeah, pretty good, pretty good. You seen it? No, oh. heard good things. You would like it. I think. I would. Um, I thought. Quick side note: I thought Ed Norton. I liked his performance more than Michael Keaton's, and I am a noted Michael Keaton stan. Yes, you are. I thought Ed Norton did phenomenal. I don't. I don't know if I've ever seen anything I really like with Edward Norton, so I'll need to watch it. He. I thought he did great in this. Okay. Uh, animated How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, Part 3, I believe it was. Uh, I Lost My Body, Netflix <laughs> movie. Okay. Claws, Welcome to the Jingle, a Netflix movie. Uh, the Missing Link, which I know won at the Golden Globes, and I know it was actually, I heard was a very, very good movie. And Toy Story 4. Not a big, not a lot of like big um, studio, big, you know, movies in this. Yeah, I mean, Toy Story is fucking huge, but... Toy Story, How to Train Your Dragon, but usually this is kind of filled with at least three of them. Three of these movies are, like, two of them I haven't heard of. Yeah? Until right now. I've never heard of Lost My Body. The other one I've seen, I think it's on Netflix. I don't think Toy Story 4 is good enough to win. Um, I think it'll probably be Missing Link again, maybe. I don't know. It might be How to Train Your Dragon, too, but I I don't know. Kind of weak year for animated films, huh? Yeah, I'll say it. I mean, even last year, like, yeah, it wasn't Disney, but it was still Sony. It was still a big studio. That was a fucking, that was such a fluke, though, where an animated movie was that good with Spider-Verse. Yeah, but still, it was still big. You know what I'm saying? Usually there's a few big name players. Yeah. Especially because animation costs a lot. Like, it's a lot of resources. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, Cinematography, I don't know if you want to talk about. Maybe Maybe 1917, since it's the whole one shot. That's what it's getting crazed for. It better. I mean, you make a fucking war movie like that, and there's behind the scenes of some of the shots. Fucking wild. I can't imagine that. Uh, or The Irishman. You know, that's deserving. Fuck that movie. Um, the Lighthouse, shot in black and white. Costume design. I, I don't really know much about that. Only other thing would be director, as far as, like, the big categories. Director. Now, this is where I could see them giving the best picture to something like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or something else, and then giving director to the Parasite director. I think they probably will. 
You think that's what they do? Yeah, I think just from the shit that I've seen online and everything, um, like I've seen multiple things as far as like critics and stuff, and then the one podcast I listened to, it was the only 100 out of 100 they gave. Wow. All Wait, long. do they have a movie scale? Yeah, but they just randomly do numbers. It's not in depth like ours. It's it's okay. garbage. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm gonna be honest. They just randomly throw out numbers. But the right. one the one guy keeps track of everything. Like he had a hundred two hundred some movie list for last year. Wow. <laughs> um, only a hundred that multiple people gave. Wow. So I've heard it's nothing but fucking great movie, and it's great. I wonder what it's about. Directing. Um, director. Is it scary? Again, I don't know. It's a drama slash mystery. Greed and class discrimination threaten the newly formed symbiotic relationship between the wealthy Park family and the destitute Kim clan. I learned nothing by that. <laughs> um, maybe Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because of the name. Yeah. Scorsese's there because of the name. Fuck that movie. 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Sam Mendes for 1917. That'd be pretty cool. I think all of these probably have a chance. I think this is the category I legitimately have no idea. Tyler, this movie has a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Parasite? Yeah. Jason, I'm telling you, everyone says it's an amazing fucking movie. It's just the subtitles thing that's blocking people. Four rotten ratings. Um, yeah, I don't even know. It doesn't even sound like they're... I know Riley was upset about uh, The Farewell. Not getting any nominations, yeah. Haven't seen it. Again, heard good things about it. How about um, Star Wars got a nomination for music? There you go. Could it win? Maybe. I wouldn't believe it. Or I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, Frozen 2, you said it was a trash movie. Haven't even seen it. It got a nomination for original song, Into the Unknown. Ooh. Into the Unknown. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much like it. It's like the only um, big name movies, I think. Oh, uh, sound editing, Star Wars. Taylor Swift definitely joined Cats to try and get the original score thing. <laughs> didn't get nominated. Definitely didn't get nominated. <laughs> Visual effects, Avengers Endgame. Yeah. I think that might have a chance to win. Or the Irishman. Fuck. For their beautiful oh, CGI. God, of... That's just that's just doing me dirty right there if you give it to the fucking Irishman over Endgame. There's also Star Wars 1917 and The Lion King. Lion King was weird. I don't think that'll win. Uh, 1917... I think that was more cinematography than visual effects, from what I know. Yeah. Um, Endgame, that's the whole fucking end of it. Star Wars is whatever. That's the Oscar nominations, Ty. Wow. I need to watch more movies. I realize that. Yeah. Well, Jason. I only watch movies when I go to the movie theater. Jason. Yes. There's a trailer that came out. You can go and watch this movie. Yes, I can, and I probably will. Cut. I got a fucking Oh, I'm my so God, sorry. Tyler. I'm so sorry. Let me know when you start. It's rolling. Morbius trailer dropped, and it looks fucking good. Yeah, I didn't watch the whole trailer. So, that's fine. I just started it and then skipped to the end. <laughs> I will say, watching it, it looked... But you know me, I don't like trailers. It looks like it's going to be an origin story type movie. Okay. Where the villain's kind of maybe thrown in at the last second. I'm fine with that. The villain? Who's the villain in this movie? I don't know. Hmm. But I know it's going to be an anti-hero, kind of like Venom. Okay. Where, you know, he's technically like a villain of Spider-Man, but the movie's around him, and I think he's somewhat good, but still bad. Dude, it releases in July. Does it? Yeah, July 31st. Fuck yeah. Um, 
Biochemist Michael Morbius tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease, but when his experiment goes wrong, he inadvertently infects himself with a form of vampirism instead. That is what Google said it's about. Movie looks like it's fucking going to be awesome. It was giving me like an early 2000s superhero movie vibe. I can see that, yeah. Definitely felt almost like an X-Men movie. Like a Blade movie, maybe. I've never seen Blade, but... I know Blade and Morbius are kind of tied together because I saw people tweeting that all they want to see is Blade versus Morbius. Well, Blade's a vampire hunter in Morbius. Oh, shit. Noted vampire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how they used the way to introduce Blade. Mahershala Ali. Just blew my mind. (laughs) (laughs) The biggest takeaways from it, though, is Sony Universe is definitely now connected to the MCU in Mm -hmm. some way. Whether it's a kind of like how the Netflix shows were connected to the MCU to where like the Netflix addressed what happened in the MCU, but the MCU doesn't address what happens here. Yeah. It could be connected that way. But either way, the first thing you see in the trailer that connects it is a poster of Spider-Man. Yep. Which people roasted the fuck out of online because it's from the video game and it's the wrong Spider-Man suit. (sighs) Maybe they're trying to tell us something though. Spider-Verse. If Tobey yeah. Maguire shows up in this movie, I'm going to shit myself. It'd be <laughs> fucking awesome. Um, but the poster says murderer over thing Spider-Man, which implies it takes place after Far From Home where everyone thinks he killed Mysterio. Yep. And then the big bomb at the end of it, Jason. My boy. Your boy, Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Still in his prison outfit. Exact same outfit from Homecoming as the Vulture. Sinister Six, baby. Sinister motherfucking six. Okay, so also mul- also just kind of meta thing here. That was Batman meeting Joker. What do you mean? Michael Keaton used to be oh, Batman. Oh, Jared Leto used to okay. be Joker. Okay, okay, I see what you're going with. A good Batman and a terrible Joker. Yes, the worst Joker of all time. <laughs> um, two things. So, a first thing I want to say is I could see them maybe doing Sinister Six as a Sony thing, but then maybe Spidey. Maybe this next MCU standalone movie is like the only, the last one, and then we get Spidey more with Sinister Stick stuff on the side where it's still the same universe, but then like they still can use him for the team-up movies on in Marvel's side. Maybe that's the deal they worked out where Marvel gets, you know, one more standalone movie, or maybe they don't get any more standalone movies. Maybe, you know, Sony's technically using the character they built for their stuff over here, but then at the same time, Marvel gets to use him for the team-up movies and doesn't have to have Sony, you know, be the final say on the movies maybe that's something they do um i could definitely see that where the sinister six is just kind of like a sony thing and spider-man you know on the mcu side of things is just more tony stark head of the avengers kind of you know route second thing is i'm not sure how much of the spider-man pulling back sony taking the rights away how much of that do you think is like was true or just blown out of proportion because this movie was obviously in development while all of that was happening so, and they don't, I don't think they could just throw a last second curveball. Maybe they can and putting Michael Keaton in it, but the movie being released in July kind of tells me that they're probably already done with most of the filming. I don't know. Probably. Um, I don't know how that worked into it, how that whole, you know, break up and re, you know what I mean? I don't think Vulture plays a role in this movie though. I think that's an end of the he movie. He doesn't, but. Add on. So I think it very easily is something they could have shot and said, if we can get this cleared and we can get away with it, we're going to use it. If not. It is what it is. Yeah, I can see that. Because I know even at the uh, original Iron Man movie, there's a scene shot where, um, you know, at the very end, how Nick Fury shows up. He's yeah. like, you're part of a bigger universe. You just mm-hmm. didn't know, don't know it yet. There, They shot a thing where he was like, you know, there's superhero and mutants. He says mutants. 
Oh, okay. You just don't know it yet. So they record things to try and yeah. use, even if they aren't going to. Um, I'm fucking hyped. I, you know what this is giving me vibes of? This is giving me vibes of when fucking the Avengers first started becoming a thing, and it's like, oh shit, they're putting these things together. We're putting these two fucking studios together. We're putting this the Venom. This is just opening the door for Venom. This is isn't there another Sony movie? Co- oh, Venom Two. That's the movie I'm thinking of. But this is opening the door for Venom. This is opening the door for some cross. I don't think we'll see any MCU characters in any of these Sinister Six movies or any. You know what I mean? But but Vulture. But I mean You're MCU heroes. MCU? MCU heroes. I don't think so I mean. either. Um, I think they use their properties because I think probably what happened is they're like, hey, look, these are ours. We're letting you use them. That doesn't mean we can't use them too, though. Yeah. So we don't have to use your guys' as things. We can use storylines you've set up, but we're going to use our characters to tell our stories. Yeah. And they're they're obviously still in. They have to be fucking. It's not like Sony's like we're doing this, and then Disney's like oh we're doing this. Like they obviously have to be working together because it's going to some look, way. They're both going to be look stupid if they you know what I mean. They're both pulling opposite directions, and the characters just that's just a way to ruin it. But I don't think they will. I I I hope that we still get an MCU Spider Man thing to wrap up what started in far from home and how that ended the the identity reveal yeah and the scrolls maybe that's being there and everything pl- okay yeah the scrolls but maybe the identity reveal is just gonna play into sony's side of it i don't know maybe but i hope that it plays into mcu because i want to see a daredevil part of that i want to see something with the scrolls some storyline with the other mcu characters there yeah and then i'm fine if he goes to sony <laughs> i watched venom again I'm a. I did not realize how fucking short that movie was. I've never seen it. I need to watch it. I need it's to watch. It's like one an of those. hour and twenty some minutes. Really? It is. I mean, without the credits. With the credits, I think it's you know like an hour thirty. It is an insanely fast movie. But if you take away the post credit scene and the credits, it's like an hour and twenty of story. Wow. I was blown away by that. But it's it's entertaining. This Morbius movie looks great. And if they bring in characters they've already set up, like the Vulture, like fucking bring back Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio, say he faked his death. Um, the one guy from the prison scene, what the fuck? Is Scorpion. It? Scorpion. I think that you could. That's what. You could Scorpion, do a lot of good Venom, shit. Vulture, Morbius. I mean, they don't. I don't know if they'd use them or not. Mysterio. But Shocker was in Homecoming. He just has good punches. Um, that's five. Uh, Childish Gambino could maybe be the sixth. Maybe I don't think they use him though. Mm. I think maybe they use like Craven. I know they've been wanting to make a Craven movie for a long time. Well, yeah, wasn't there like a Craven Easter egg in like in the last Spider-Man? I don't know if there was or not. I think we talked about that. He fought some dude, and it was like supposedly. Uh, oh, he... Chameleon. Chameleon mm. was the Easter egg in the last Spider-Man, where like oh. the driver's name is the same as the Chameleons. No, I'm talking. I think there was a scene where he fought someone. He fought. Um... He was fighting in the beginning of the movie, Spider-Man Far From Home, Craven, And it was, like, supposed to be Craven's guys or something. I don't know. It says Craven's possible for Spider-Man 3 on comic book news, cosmicbooknews.com. Yeah, I know there's been a lot of talks of that. And I think that would be a good character that they can make a, another solo movie with. Yeah. Just because he's, you know, supposed to be, like, a world-class hunter or whatever. And his thing is he wants to hunt and kill Spider-Man. Yeah, and that's he knows his identity after, yeah. So, yeah, I think they absolutely could go there. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. I, I literally times. was not, I could care less about this movie. 
when it was announced. I was like, Jared Leto, that's the bad Joker. I've never seen any of his Oscar winning shit. Uh, <laughs> He's in a dumb band. Just kidding. What band is he in? <laughs> 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, they're, they're pretty successful. Um, I, I didn't know shit about him. I didn't know shit about Morbius. I was like, vampires, whatever. This got me all in. I'm more excited for this than any MCU movie. Wow. And it's not even close. Any announced MCU? It, coming out next year. So Black Widow. So any 2020 MCU movie? Yeah. Black Widow, Eternals. Um, yeah, I would agree with you there. And I'm More than Wonder Woman? There's not a lot of MCU stuff going on this year. I think more than the, the shows, shows even, too. It's the shows, yeah. 2021, though. It'll be a big year. Big year. They got Doctor Strange, the new Thor, um, and Shang-Chi. Speaking of Thor. Yes. We'll switch on over here. Taika Waititi and talks to make a Star Wars movie. Yes, so it would probably be a standalone movie, I'm assuming. So Obviously. They, <laughs> they've said they're not going to make any more trilogies. Okay. But it's fucking... You know, Star Wars. They don't okay. know what the they don't know what the fuck their plan is. In ten is. years there's gonna be fucking ten, eleven, twelve. They they don't know what the fuck their plan is. <laughs> there is no more trilogies after the fucking second trilogy. Um They're just gonna make standalones. So this movie absolutely would be a standalone if Taika made it. Yeah. I think this is an amazing fucking fit. Yeah. I love Taika Watiti. I fucking love Taika Watiti. I think you look at him and he's shown he can make a movie within a universe. Yeah. That's already created with Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Not only that, he took a franchise that was kind of getting shit on by the fans with Thor 1 and 2. Reinvented it. Completely fucking revitalized it. Yep. And made it amazing, which is what Star Wars needs right now. <laughs> Between the last two movies getting shit on. Yeah. Really the last well, three. But yeah, Solo didn't do too great either. Um, Not only that, he directed the season finale for Mandalorian. Ooh, I didn't know that. And he he voiced a droid in the show and then he was the director of the last episode i did not know that and it's one of the best episodes i mean they fucking wrapped up the season amazingly it was fantastic so he shows he can easily do star wars what kind of star wars standalone movies would you like to see ty um more lightsaber stuff so like characters i mean you know what i mean new like is there any new characters would you like to see a boba fett movie no because I'm essentially getting a Boba Fett show with the Mandalorian. Is there any teaser that Boba Fett's going to be in the Mandalorian? There was one teaser. There's still some mysterious person that they didn't show in season one, but he had like the same. I mean, the hardcore fucking nerds dove into it and were like, oh, those are the same boots as <laughs> Boba Fett wears. And uh, um, I would like to see something before episode one, two, and three, which I think Ooh, is so where way they're back. going. Way, way back. Because you look at episode four, five, and six, and that's after like the Jedi orders destroyed or whatever. Yeah. So you get a couple people with lightsabers. Yeah. And then you look at episodes one, two, and three, which are terrible movies, but I think that's the best time because everyone's got fucking lightsabers <laughs> and there's cool fights going on. And I mean, the other movies you get like, a, you know, the old movies, four, five, and six bad visual, like, uh, technology mm-hmm. can't really make cool fucking lightsaber fights. Yeah. So it is what it is. Seven, eight, and nine. Was it really that much? There's only a few people yeah. who, you know, can fucking use lightsabers. I think that time period before where everyone was fucking Jedis and shit, everyone could have cool lightsaber battles because that's what Star Wars is. It's cool fucking lightsaber battles and space battles. Maybe like a Obi-Wan Kenobi origin story. They're doing a show with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Maybe like a Palpatine origin story. 
I could see that, but they just brought him back. But like his origin origin. They could do that. Um, Maybe like a... I don't know. I'm telling you. Jar Jar Binks movie. He was one of the most hated characters in Star Wars. <laughs> I know, that's why I said it. <laughs> but he might be back for the Kenobi series. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I love me some Taika Waititi. I think he dominated, you know, um, with Thor Ragnarok. I think he fucking killed it for that movie. He dominated. In the universe. He dominated Jojo Rabbit. He does did great he direct Jojo that Rabbit. or did he was just direct? Yeah. Acting. Written, directed, acted. Is that like his thing? He has to act in all his movies? I think he usually plays a role. Korg is his best role. We all know that. <laughs> Korg's great. Um, he into the what we do in the shadows. He was like one of the main three. Movie Riley told you to watch. You watched it. Shit on it. But then rewatched it. Very yeah. enjoyable. I didn't know he was also directing um, Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh yeah, he's coming back for four. And he's directing Free Guy, or at least tied to it somehow. He's not directing. He's probably writing or producing or something. And acting. Oh, he's acting in it? Yeah. Oh, that's probably why he's tied to it. Su- the Suicide Squad. Is he directing that? No, James no, Gunn. James is. Gunn. I think he's voicing somebody in it. Or is actually in it. I freaking forgot John Cena's in that movie. I'm excited. That's <laughs> next August, though. I, I fucking love me from Taika. I think he's a great creator. And I think he would make a great Star Wars movie. And I think we need somebody to make a great Star Wars movie. Yeah. Because I played the game recently, Jay. <laughs> Yeah. Fallen Order? Yeah. It's a solo storytelling movie. Mm-hmm. Great. Is it just campaign mode only? Yeah. Greatest Star Wars video game, still Lego Star Wars. It was great. They know how to make good stories. They know how to tell good stories. I don't know why they can't fucking translate it to movie. Because with movies, I don't know. I feel like it might be a little harder nowadays. I don't know. I don't even know. Because you don't want to tell too much in one movie, but then it leads to just, I don't know. I think they just have no vision. Yeah. I think that's what fucked them with this recent series. Like one and two, episode one and two are just bad. <laughs> They're just bad movies. <laughs> episode three is entertaining as shit, though. Yeah. That's what I want more of. All right, Ty. Well, I don't really care about Star Wars, so I will s- probably not see a Taika Waititi Star Wars movie because I don't see any movies. You will see a fucking... If Taika Waititi makes a Star Wars movie and he's voicing a Star Wars version of Korg, <laughs> you know you'll fucking be there opening night. Yeah, probably. A Babu Freak origin story. How about that? <laughs> That'd be atrocious, but funny. Babu Freak was the best part of that movie to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, do you got anything else, Ty? I got nothing else. This is a fun pod. You got something you need to say? Uh, the Astros are dirty cheaters. Yes, they are. I agree. But also, be a good friend, everybody.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.